Hello, all you happy innovators out there. How are you doing this week, huh? How you doing? What are you doing this week? You staying busy? You getting things done? You know, right off the bat, I want to commend you. If you're listening to this episode, especially after the past couple of episodes, I want to commend you for sticking with me. Because the past couple episodes, I know, were a little bit weird and kind of pushing the limits a little bit. And So if you're still with me, thank you for your loyalty. Thank you for your open mind. Thank you for being a happy innovator. Thank you for sticking with me. It means a great deal to me. Now, I figured, okay, that since the past couple episodes, you know, were really probably kind of challenging for you guys, okay, I decided that if you were willing to go with me that far, that you probably wouldn't mind going a little bit further, okay? Now, if you think that the flat earth is weird, (laughs) you know, or if you think that the Shroud of Turin is outrageous, okay, then brace yourself, okay, because we're going to go maybe even a little bit weirder today, all right? And, you know, I suppose I could probably call this episode, you know, thought experiment number four or something, or five, whichever one I'm on. But it's not really a thought experiment, okay? It's more like these theories that I have, all right? And I guess we can just jump right into it, okay? Now, today I'm going to talk about this thing, this phenomenon, this creature that people all over the United States of America, particularly in the Great Lakes region, okay, and even people all over the world are claiming to see, okay, and it's called Dogman, okay, Dogman, and what these people are claiming to see is this creature that resembles in many ways, the classic Hollywood werewolf. Yeah, that's right. Werewolves. Now, I know that sounds outrageous, okay? But I'm not a natural skeptic, okay? I, eh, you know, and I'm not gullible either, at least not all the time, okay? Um... I guess there's just a part of me that doesn't have a problem accepting the fact that there is a supernatural element to human existence. I believe that wholeheartedly, okay? So when someone shares a story with me about something that seems, you know, unbelievable, uh, spiritual in nature, ghosts and uh, aliens and all those kinds of things not a problem for me it's not a problem for me I don't have a skeptical core you know I I want to believe you know (laughs) I want to believe 
And I do believe it. And frankly, if if you're the kind of person who doesn't believe in the spiritual realm and ghosts and things like that, man, I just cannot understand that. You know, I don't understand how a person could live a human life, a human existence and not experience in some way some kind of invisible or supernatural aspect or event in their life. Um, especially if you've loved someone or you know you you've been loved by someone. Uh, there's a lot of intangibles there, okay um, that I personally have never had a problem believing in, you know and I've been ridiculed for it too. So I'm used to that and I don't really care. So with this creature, that people are claiming to see. Dogman. I stumbled across this phenomenon, this this creature, the stories of this creature, um, a while ago when I was listening to Art Bell and Coast to Coast. I mean, just loved that show, you know. And then Art Bell, you know, retired or whatever. So I started to search for something to fill that void okay because I work on my computer a lot and even though I'm making music and stuff a lot of the time you know it's technical stuff so I'm working on things and I like to listen to people talking while I'm working and I stumbled across this show this podcast um, called Dogman Encounters Radio Okay, and, you know, I listened to a couple of episodes and the guy who hosts the show, you know, it's kind of like his brainchild. His name is Vic Condiff. Okay, and this guy has one of the best radio voices I've ever heard. And he treats his guests with dignity and patience and compassion. You know, much like Art Bell. Okay. And truthfully, personally, I feel that a lot of the appeal of Art Bell was the fact that he was willing to be so patient with his guests. Vic Cundiff has this gift. Anyway, if you listen to, actually, if you listen to the very first, maybe one, two, or three Snowflake 33 episodes that I did right when I first started way way back in the day now um, if you listen really closely I have to admit that what you're hearing me do is like my best Vic Cundiff (laughs) impersonation okay I mean this guy inspired me to start podcasting that's how good his voice was okay and how good his show is too okay Because trust me, it's really good. Especially if you're the kind of person who's willing to suspend their disbelief and just listen to what people have to say. And regardless of how outrageous it may seem. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me if some of you happy innovators have already stumbled across the Dogman Encounters radio thing and you could probably tell me more about it. But 
Anyway, back to this discussion about this creature. So this creature that people are claiming to see, this dog man, you know, it has the head of a dog. It has the body of a man, but covered in fur. Um, the legs are like a dog, but the arms are like a man. Uh, again, covered in fur. They have long claws. Um, some of the reports say that they have yellow, amber-colored glowing eyes. Um, and this creature is terrifying to people when they see it. I mean, they're actually traumatized just by seeing it, okay? Because it's that unreal and that surreal that it scares them, okay? Now, as far as I know, there aren't any real um, claims that this dog man has attacked people and killed them, okay? I suppose there may be some claims that, um, you know, human remains have been found or bones or, you know, something like that. And... Uh, I'm not sure about that, okay? But there have been a lot of people um, in the past, in past history, that have claimed to see this creature, okay? And there are a lot of people who believe that the werewolf myth, the story of the werewolf, comes from this dogman creature, okay? And there are records of it that date pretty far back, at least into U.S. history and folklore from other countries about this creature. But what I find interesting is, is that there seems to be, okay, there seems to be, according to what people are reporting and claiming, there seems to be an uptick in this creature appearing in front of people, okay? And the claims that people make kind of lead me to believe that this creature is of a supernatural origin, okay? Maybe, maybe not. It might be a tangible creature. Uh, it may be an apparition. It may be an interdimensional being or something. Uh, it may not exist at all. It may be a figment of their imagination. But I doubt it. I doubt that, okay? And... Um, this show, Dogman Encounters Radio, is dedicated to the testimonials of people who claim to have witnessed this creature, this dogman. Okay, so they'll come on to his show and they'll tell their story of what their experience was. And Vic Condiff is really good about letting people just talk, okay, and tell the story. And if you're the kind of person who believes in those kinds of things or is at least willing to suspend your disbelief for a little while to be entertained or something, it's really great listening. Trust me. Especially episode number 66. That episode is pretty good. I think it was the first one that I listened to. And I was roped in. I mean, right from the very first episode. But um, anyway, this theory that I have, okay, is that there seems to be in recent years, maybe the past 50 or 60 years, there seems to be an uptick of reports coming from people all over the world, really, but mostly in the Great Lakes region of America, of the United States, um, people seeing this creature, 
And I kind of have to ask myself the question, why? You know, why now? Why the past 60 years or so? And the theory that I have is this, okay? Now, back in, I don't know, maybe the late 1930s or early 1930s, there were these nuclear tests that they were conducting out in the desert of New Mexico, near Roswell, New Mexico, actually. It's kind of a famous spot, you know, Roswell, New Mexico. Now, they conducted several tests out there in the desert, okay? And from what I've learned, just by looking into this just a little bit, is that there is a claim that some of the information that was used in those tests for the first nuclear bomb and the development of the nuclear bomb was based on uh, the writings and the the stories from Aleister Crowley. Okay. Now, if you don't know who Aleister Crowley is, I would suggest that you Google the name and you you know look him up. Because I don't want to get into all that right now, okay? But what I do want to talk about is this claim from Aleister Crowley that he had been in contact with a demon, okay? And this demon had kind of given him the formula or the recipe or the explanation of how, okay, how to open up an interdimensional portal for beings to pass through, okay? Now, it's been widely reported, okay, especially amongst conspiracy theorists, that the Trinity tests, the first nuclear tests, were based on this recipe or this formula from Aleister Crowley. And it kind of seems a little bit far-fetched or whatever, but, you know, I guess to me it doesn't. And what I found really strange was in the last season of Twin Peaks, okay, a brilliant show. I mean, absolutely brilliant. I mean, who wouldn't argue that David Lynch is a genius, okay? Um, But in this season, there was a particular episode. It was called Got a Light? Question mark. You know, question. Got a light. Um, As in a lighter. Got a light. And in this episode, David Lynch illustrates on film exactly what I'm talking about. Okay? He shows the desert. He shows the bomb detonate. And as the camera pans in to the point of detonation, okay, the camera kind of flies through the cloud. Okay? Through the mushroom cloud. And he shows these portals opening up and these spirits coming through, coming into our world. Okay? Now, yeah, that might sound like science fiction to a lot of people. It might sound outrageous and totally unbelievable. But I'm the kind of person who believes that kind of stuff can happen. Okay? And it is kind of odd how many nuclear tests they did out there. Okay? I mean, one wasn't enough. They did 
thousands of tests out there, okay? And maybe, just maybe, each time they detonated one of those bombs, they opened up a doorway, all right? Now, I have a theory that that is connected to this phenomenon of something like Dogman, okay? That I feel that we kind of live in a time where there just seems to be more reports of those kind of things happening, okay? And it just doesn't sound that far-fetched to me, okay? I mean, who knows what they were doing with the nuclear bomb testing? Who knows? I mean, I could never know. All I can do is hatch theories about what that might be all about, but I really don't know. On the other hand, it's still very intriguing and fascinating to me, and it's fun to think about, okay? But I tie that into this whole, you know, supernatural uptick on the planet, and maybe it's something like this, like, maybe, okay? Like, the closer we get to the end you know, the end of the world, the more supernatural activity there will be, okay? Yeah, I know, it sounds kooky. Yeah, I know. I know. But I don't care, you know? I really do feel that that kind of thing is possible. Now, another theory that I have about this dogman creature and the claims that people are making is that I found it really odd, okay, that I believe it was at the beginning of President Obama's administration, the eight years that President Obama served as president. I'm not sure if this is still going on, but there was this statue of this Egyptian god called Inubis touring the United States, like following President Obama wherever he went. Okay, now I'm not exactly sure what the deal was. Like if there was this, you know, little posse of people that would move this statue or whatever. I don't know. I just heard it reported. Someone made a point of expressing the idea that this statue was following President Obama wherever he went. And it was this Egyptian god that is a half dog, half man. And I just found that kind of strange. And I just kind of made that connection that maybe, maybe this statue that was, you know, following Obama around the country is somehow connected to this whole dogman phenomena. You know, these people seeing this half dog, half man creature or whatever it is. And like I said before, when people see this creature, they are traumatized just by seeing it. And as far as I know, there aren't any claims of people being attacked or killed by this creature. They just see it. And it might pursue them or something, but it never really harms them. It just scares them. And I don't know quite what to make of that. You know, I find it fascinating. And then, if not anything else, it's at least entertaining to think about, you know. I mean, of course, there's the, you know, I guess the biblical teaching that knowledge of wickedness is not wisdom. But 
I just find it really fascinating. And I find this show, Dogman Encounters, to be something that is intriguing to me. Okay? I mean, some of the accounts from some of these witnesses are a little bit sketchy. I'll admit it. Okay? And there's the strong possibility that some of these people are just simply delusional. And they're seeing something that's not there. But I don't think that's the case all the time. Okay? And um, you may or may not disagree with me. I don't know. I don't know. But I just find it fascinating. Something to think about. You know? The possibility that somehow, somehow, through those nuclear tests, they opened up some kind of pathway that most people either are unaware of or just do not believe in, okay? And I understand that. I do. It's hard to believe. It's hard to imagine. But maybe that's what happened. And maybe that would explain a lot of the things that seem to be going on on the planet right now. A lot of them are very strange unexplainable things, phenomenon, you know, supernatural activity. I mean, it seems like it's coming to a crescendo sometimes to me. And maybe it's got something to do with us getting closer and closer and closer every day to, you know, the end of times. You know, maybe, maybe. I don't know for sure, though, because truthfully, It seems like every generation thinks that they live in the end times. Like, since time immemorial, there's always been some manic street preacher holding up a sign, you know, screaming, the end is near. Which is, you know, not entirely false, because if you really think about it, you know, the end of the world, you know, like for me, okay, I'm 46, right? So the end of the world is, you know, probably 50 years away for me, if I'm lucky, okay? Um, And I probably won't even make it that far, right? So, yeah, I guess the end is near, isn't it? You know, I'm going to die, you know, probably in the next 50 years. So the end is near, you know? But every generation thinks that, you know, they live in the end times. And so I kind of... I don't know. I don't know. But it does seem sometimes that things are so strange now and so wild. And there's just all this activity, all this stuff going on all over the world and people reporting things and making claims of seeing things and hearing things. And it's all so mysterious. And, you know, sometimes I wonder. I wonder, you know, if we are getting close to the end. Actually, it reminds me of another topic (laughs) that I'll pick up in some other episode of, you know, of these false prophets. You know, I just, every generation has them, you know. There just seems to be a lot more of that kind of stuff now. But anyway, I'm going to leave it there for now. And again, thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for being loyal. No matter how kooky I get, or how strange my my discussions get. Thank you for staying loyal and staying with me. And with that, 
This is Mike Bostwick from Pipe Choir Records signing off. And remember, folks, if you want to keep what you've got, you've got to give it away. Take it easy.